copyright strike. Afternoon. Sorry about that. It's okay. I'll get it. spoken in a few years. I need your help. I need your help. I have a daughter. Her name is Rowan. She has been missing for two weeks now. I fear she is in danger, so now I turn to you. Be careful and believe nothing that you see or hear. Lost your bearings? Oh, hey. Sorry. Snuck up on me there. This is private property. Do you know her? Hmm. I don't recognize this child. Welcome. My little girl is still here. She has been taken by who I don't know. I'll find her. If she existed, we would know of her. Whose desk is this, hmm? Rowan? Hello? You suspect foul play. Wicker man returns. Who's the wicker man? I'm gonna search every inch of this town. She'll burn to death. She burned to death. I need your help. And we're back with more of the Pope on Film. Oh, Rosemary, I love you. Yeah, because you, because I'm like grabbing coffee and water, so I'm ready for Act Three, and I was late. Uh, but but while I'm while I'm doing that, I'm hearing you, and. You were you were riffing on Slim Whitman. And that's cool. Everybody does. Everybody should. <clears throat> and the part where you were asking Tasha to get a pen so you could take down the number, I was like, yeah. okay, maybe not for Slim Whitman, but they used to advertise for shit. Like back in the day, we did that. Okay, we yeah. literally did that. You know, you and that would be what it would be like. It would be like. You would run and grab a pad, a piece of paper, and a pen, and you would be like, 1-800-FUCK, it's over. And you would have to wait for the commercial to cycle around again, you know? You had to wait for the Freedom Rock commercial to come back on. Right, you had to wait for Freedom Rock to come back on, or or the Pocket Fisherman, because Father's Day was coming. Yeah. And that's what you're supposed to get him. Hey, man, is that Freedom Rock, man? Yeah, man, we'll turn it up, man. Lord, I was born a rambling man. 
And oh, I went through the desert on a horse with no name. Sunshine, go away today. We may never pass this way again. Come on, people now. Shine on your brother. Freedom Rock is not sold in stores. Yes. I, I just you- wanna I just wanna bring that up because when you were doing it, it just like triggered a memory. <laughs> Like, oh, yes, I know a, that well. You need to get a money order. But anyway, I, I am... Whitman. Let's get on to this fucking movie. Act three, buddy! Act three! <laughs> act three! No, not the act three! Not the act three! The same! How'd it get act three? How'd it get act three? How'd it get act three? And the and the Oscar goes too. Jeez Louise. <laughs> yes, Bunny, my friend, it is time once again for all of us here at the Pobon Film Podcast to casually stroll our way into the third and final act of the show. And it is said third act wherein we finally and eventually get around to discussing our extra strength, low cost, high in fiber. Hello, we have been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Movie of the week. And this week, we may very well end up saying the word bees more times this week than when we actually covered B-movie, because this week we discussed the 2006 Nicolas Cage film, The Wicker Man, number 84 on the list of IMDb's bottom 100 worst films of all time. Hold on a second, Bunny. I need to stop the podcast because there's something in the house. What is that? Oh, no. Not the bees! The bees! The bees! Because if you're allergic to bees and they put a net around your head and pour bees inside, what you're going to want to do is open your eyes, open your mouth, really let all of the bees in there. Yeah. I personally would would try to relax as much as possible and see if I can get one of those beard bee beard things. Bee beards, nice. Yeah, because they seem safe. Uh, well, what the Nicholas Cage's big problem in in relationship to the bees is that he was moving around too much. If there's one thing that Steven Spielberg taught me is that every animal's vision is based on movement. If Nicolas Cage had just stayed still, boom, the bees would be like, hey, there's no human here. Is it John Cena? And then he would have been fine. That's called science. Yeah. Science! So, okay, uh, the thing we we start every movie with, uh, every summer we have themed summers on the podcast. And so we do, we go for themes and we did the summer of Saw and the summer of Star Wars. And then Fred Willard died last year. So we did the summer of Fred Willard taking a, a retrospective at his life. Uh, I was really proud that I found that pregnancy film, which was his first movie where he was yes. playing the Peter coach. Really proud we found that. And uh, this year, we're doing the Summer of Bottoming, where we're taking a hard look at IMDb's list of the 100 worst movies of all time. And we are on number 84, The Wicker Man. Now, I am a fan of the original 1973 film, The Wicker Man, starring TV's The Equalizer. Yes. Mr. Edward Woodward. That's a lot of woo sounds. 
uh, because the, the original Wicker Man, it's basically the it, it's the grandfather of my favorite movie of all time. There's definitely yeah. a thread between oh, the, the night. The original there's, there's, Wicker Man is a beautiful fucking movie. The yeah. music gets a little jiggy sometimes. It's basically a musical, the original. Yeah. It's basically a musical. It's weird. And uh, Natasha and I, uh, we have been married for a long time, and we don't get uh, as physical as we used to when we were younger. But I am hoping that the next time we are physical, my wife and I, that my wife will seduce me by getting naked and just rhythmically banging on the wall. Yeah. Apparently that's enough to set the equalizer's loins on fire. Yeah. Stayed up all night. It the naked does help. It does wall. help that it's Britt Eklund. Yes, it does. But uh, the way I see it, the Wicker Man walked so that Midsommar could run and then yes. jump off a cliff. Yes. So I'm a big fan of the original Wicker Man. I I am more than willing to say and take a stand that Midsommar makes an excellent sequel to The Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. If you I watch one, you almost have to watch the other right after. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, there's a roller coaster. For the Wicker Man, I, I watch a lot of uh, white people who can afford to go to a lot of theme parks, and so they become YouTubers. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, in Alton Park in England, they have a Wicker Man roller coaster, and it's a wooden roller coaster. And three times you go through a giant, like six-story Wicker Man made out of wood, and you the roller coaster goes through the body, and it's smoking and stuff. It's really it's an awesome-looking roller coaster. Yeah. And then the the line going to the roller coaster, you're going through the woods. There's whispers. You hear music. It, it's great. It's a great roller coaster. Uh. I haven't watched the original for a while, so I watched it uh, twice for this podcast. Uh, and I'm just going to come out and say it. I think that the creators of the Burning Man Festival should be sued. Oh, God, yeah. It's always right. been a ripoff of this. Yeah. They say, oh, ancient traditions and yada, yada, yada. But no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Should, there should totally be a lawsuit. 100% lawsuit regarding uh, this. But, um, okay, so it's 1973. And the, okay, okay, no, no, let's just stay there just a little bit longer, okay? Because the original yeah. Wicker Man also has a lot of interesting subtext going on as well. And, and what they did was genius what they do in this movie is what the fuck here's a here's a fun question for us to discuss bunny who was in the wicker man less 
Christopher Lee or Ellen Burstyn? Because you don't see, because I'm like, because I'm like, like, I haven't seen the movie for a while, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this film. Christopher Lee is great in this. Christopher Lee is. We're starting to lag out. Where the fuck is Christopher looking like a hippie? Okay. Uh, uh, Let me try something. We're looking looking good. We're looking Uh, good now. Okay. Ah, good now. Okay. So, so who do you think who do you think was in the Wicker Man less? Christopher Lee or Ellen Burstyn? I think Ellen Burstyn. I'm going with Ellen Burstyn. Well, Christopher Lee was not in the Wicker Man that much. No. No. You know. But but when he was, he then from that point on, from his introduction on, he pretty much dominated the movie. Yes. You know, but it's like it's like when it's like when critics and movie producers in Hollywood and stuff when 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 they go, uh, oh yes, uh, John Travolta's Pulp Fiction, and it's like, okay, hold on, yeah, he's not the star of this film. Like I, I saw a lot of uh, reviews when the movie came out of like Kevin Spacey's Baby Driver, and it's like, no, yeah, no. No. So a lot of people say Christopher Lee's the Wicker Man, and it's like, ah, oh. that's like saying Samuel L. Jackson's uh, The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like, like boy, hardly in this. No, Wicker Man had more to say. In the podcast, but oh, yeah. the star uh, Edward Woodward, he had ideal. Okay, we're lagging out a bit again. Hold on. He said, "Where is your church? Where is Jesus?" You know, like yeah. he was a man of principles. He had oh, belief. Yeah. yeah, and and then once Christopher Lee hits the screen then they are equal. You know what I mean? Whereas up until this point, Edward Woodward being the authoritarian figure amongst the hippies, okay, is all, he is talking to subordinates. He is talking all to people who are beneath him. Yeah. Until he gets to Christopher Lee, and now he is talking to somebody who is his equal, if not higher, you know, in mm-hmm. stature. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So the original Wicker Man, it's quiet, it's quaint, it's bright, it's literate, it's subtle. And it's, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of jump out and get your moments in the original Wicker Man. It's also set in Europe, where you can understand that you find a people somewhere. I mean, it's more plausible that you can find a people somewhere who are still following the old ways. Yeah, and for the most part in this movie, and probably you know, I mean, the Wicker Man. It, 
for a culture. It was probably kind of on the extreme side, but everything else in this culture, there's no problem with living like that. Yeah. And then the people in, in the remake of The Wicker Man are like, oh, we live the life of the Amish free from technology and the trappings of modern day. And it's like, oh, okay, well then, who's running your fucking website? Yeah. There was a website in the beginning of this film. Who's running that? I would like to know. Yes. Yeah, the, the original was subtle, and there's not a lot of scares, and there's not a lot of gore. And the original Wicker Man takes its time to set up uh, like a, an atmosphere of dread a, instead of outright scares. It's almost a minimalist horror film. Then there's 2006. Yes. Let me sum up this movie real quick. The 2006 Wicker Man looks and feels as if it was made by somebody who saw the original Wicker Man, loved the original Wicker Man, didn't get the original Wicker Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because there are, there are a lot of scenes in this that are like fucking shot for shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this movie is ridiculous. Uh, uh, it it was originally supposed to be an R-rated film, and there's some scenes in uh, of torture at the end of the film uh, that were removed because it's 2006. Everything has to be uh, PG-13. So they, they toned it down to get a PG-13 rating. So it, the memeability of this film shows you just how many people saw it in theaters. Because uh, in the theatrical version, and I saw the theatrical version, you don't see Nicolas Cage get his legs broken. You hear it. And there's never a scene where they put the crate on his head and they pour bees into it. So in theaters, no one saw that. So the fact that uh, Nicolas Cage getting the crate put on his head and all the bees pouring in and he's yelling, the bees, not the bees. That became a meme because no one saw this fucking movie in theaters. They all saw it on DVD much later. Yeah. And that's why this deleted scene, which was added for the DVD, became such a meme worthy. See, the thing is that I never saw the original. I saw the original Wicker Man. I never saw the remake of the Wicker Man. But everyone all of my life has told me, oh, you're Steve. You're the founder of the Church of Ed Wood. And yet you haven't seen this one bad movie that I have seen. So I must know bad movies better than you, Reverend Steve. I can't believe you haven't seen the original Wicker Man. It's so bad it's good. It's hilarious. It's so bad that it's funny. So I was expecting this to be a funny bad movie like The Room, but this was just boring as shit. And then the last 26 minutes are all memes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it picks up the last 26 minutes, you know, when he's like... What happened to the doll? What happened to the doll? And him in the bear outfit punching that woman in the face. Like it, it's her ass. Yeah, it's all meme worthy at the end of the movie, but before that, it's just boring. It's just a boring ass movie. You know? 
<laughs> I was expecting more from this film, and this film did not deliver. Oh, no. Well, first off, first, and we really have to do these side by side, you know? First yeah. off, Edward Woodward is the personification of an authoritarianist. Uptight British. A Christian authoritarianist. Yeah. Some people we're dealing with a lot lately. Yeah. And a virgin. Yeah. Okay. Whereas Nicolas Cage is a guy is a guy getting self-help books to try to get over his relationship. Self-help cassettes. Self-help yes. books to get over the yeah, yeah. It, 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 Edward Woodward had convictions and principles, and Nicolas Cage is just a uh, putz. And the whole car thing yeah. in the beginning, did that actually have to do with anything, really? Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. The car that all. blew up. Yeah. So, he gets a letter from his ex-girlfriend, Nicholas Cage, now. Yeah. Who is just the cop, just the schlub. Again, you know, can't hold relationships together, things like this. And he gets a letter from his girlfriend that their kid is missing or whatever. He doesn't know they're their kid yet. And he comes to the island this way. Edward Woodward, it seems like that was more of an anonymous letter that he had gotten. He yeah. certainly didn't get it from an ex. He was a virgin. Yeah. But somebody leaked to him that Rowan was missing. Edward Woodward now. Yeah. Kind of the same thing with Nicolas Cage. So, like, they're, they're holding the same plot here, okay? But right off the bat, just, that's a major miss. Yeah. You know? It, another thing about this movie is that there's a direct link between Nicolas Cage's The Wicker Man and Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Yes. I wanted to discuss because Tommy Wiseau makes the room. It's one of the worst drama ever made. Uh, people laugh at it. And what does Tommy Wiseau do? Oh, well, I meant for this to be a comedy. I, I made the world's funniest movie on purpose. I am genius. It's like <laughs> bullshit. You made a bad movie. Don't try to save face and, and God spoke this. No, no, I'm sorry. I really got to, I really got to. I, I really got to support Tommy Wiseau or any kind of independent filmmaker, especially when they're spending their own motherfucking money to try to do something that they believe in, you know, and okay. It's not great. Have you seen dementia 13? Yes. You know? Yeah. Have you seen crimes of the future yet? Yeah. So they make a remake of the wicker man. <laughs> And people start laughing at it. And so Nicolas Cage is now being interviewed, and he's like, well, the director and I worked hard to craft a dark, comedic tone that people didn't get. And it's bullshit. You, yeah. A bad movie is a bad movie. Yeah. 
Don't try and say you made it a comedy on purpose. Don't and God spoke this. Don't belittle me. No, because there are several spots where they really, really fucked up. See again. See again. In the original movie, there was a a clear power struggle between Edward Woodward and Christopher Lee. <clears throat> and like I had said before, they were kind of on equal footing. Yeah. Now, I am all for movies that want to take a matriarchal stand, but this one isn't it. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a failing of the movie, because now Nicolas Cage, who's already all wrong, is the power struggle here is skewed because they are not on equal footing. She is something other. Yeah. A matriarchal society is something that is outside all of our experiences. You know? So now you're, you... The, the, so that power struggle is completely fucking shot in this movie. Yeah. And they just don't have the same relationship that he had with Christopher Lee. Oh, uh, fun fact about this movie. Uh, the original director of the 1973, The Wicker Man, uh, Robin Hardy, he's given credit for writing the screenplay for the 2006 film, which is odd because, uh, number one, he didn't write this movie. And number two, he didn't even write the original Wicker Man. So it's like, remember when we did Plan 9, the sad modern day version with Mr. Lobo in it? Yes. It's like if they listed the film screenwriters as Ed Wood and Tim Burton. Yes. It's basically what the Wicker Man did. And so Robin Hardy like sued to have his name removed from this movie. Really? Yeah. And I love that. Like, don't give me credit for this. Like, when a movie is a success everyone is fighting to take credit for it but when it's a failure who can we pin this on yes yeah yes yeah so i love that i mean and, and like and it's like they wanted to do like a new thing a new kind of cult instead of the one that we have yeah you know so like what is with the bees? I mean, I'm sure in the original they had bees somewhere. Yeah. But they were completely self-sufficient, and that's very different than, hi, I'm selling honey as a product to keep our local island economy going. Yeah. You know, yeah. like... Almost. You know, I mean... In the original movie, they did some trading, but they did trading for what they needed and what they had. Yeah. yeah. Really? Shut up. Was... This is like, we have decided we are going to be the honey queens, and we are going to sell our honey far and wide. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, their cult kind of had like a mission statement. You know? It, it, I, I started laughing during one part of the movie because Nicolas Cage is running 
to every house and knocking on the door and going, Summer's Isle! Summer's Isle! Summer's Isle! And I'm yeah. like, damn, just somebody give Nicolas Cage some douche. Jesus! <laughs> he really needs some some douche. And that's when I go, oh, wait, Summer's that's Summer's Eve. Yes. This is something different. It's Summer's Isle. Okay, so funny. Here's my pitch. I figured it out. This is 100% canon. They are two rookie cops, and they've been tasked to track down a missing woman. And they're like, oh, so who are we trying to find? Uh, oh, oh, Rowan. Oh, that is such a nice name. Yes. You know what, Barb? I was just thinking yes. that that is such a nice name. Oh, so I guess we got to go to this island and go find this girl. Okay. And, and well, you know or meet the wicker man you know you know why you know what i bet it is what i bet it is like here in america it's trish but yeah. over in europe it's rowan yeah and uh yeah i i can see the entire movie in my head barb and star meet the wicker man yes out of not me. Not you. Oh, okay. This is a yeah. horrible movie, don't get me wrong. But out of the movies that we have watched so far, if this I seems- had to watch another one again, it would be this one. And uh, uh, Nicolas Cage is running around the forest in a bear outfit, and I'm like, that's the right outfit to wear. No man has ever had anything bad happen to him while he was in a bear suit in the woods around cultists. Okay, but see, here's the bear suit is another great example, okay? Because Edward Woodward didn't get into a bear suit he got into the suit that was punch. No what? one knows who Punch and Judy are in America. Yeah, right. But he got into into the suit that was punch, and this was completely his choice as well. Yes. So he was trying to blend in, disguised as punch. When punch represents the fool. Okay, Bunny, you are 100% right. Now that I'm looking back at it, out of all the movies that we've done, if you told me you had to watch one of these movies and the movies were Swept Away, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, fucking Dungeons and Dragons, and The Wicker Man, I would watch The Wicker Man again. Yeah, because it's the other ones are boring. I can hate watch this film again. Yes. I can watch this movie and be like, this is a piece of shit, and this is why. And Shall go we... and do that through the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Like, we should do a commentary on this fucking movie one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah, out of all the bad movies that we've seen so far, this is the only one that I might see a second time. 100%. You know, I, and that's it. In the, in the original movie, you felt like you were seeing something. Where everything had meaning. Christopher Lee and Drag had meaning. You know? And him being dressed as Punch had meaning. Nicolas Cage was just in a bear suit. Yeah. Yeah. And then they killed the pilot. 
why the fuck did they kill the pilot? And also, why did why why did the pilot risk his life for what did what did Nicolas Cage offer him? Two hundred dollars. That's it. You're gonna yeah. risk being murdered by these cultists for two hundred dollars? And why did they murder you in the first place? Um, yeah, I could hate watch this. I could definitely hate watch this. And I don't know about you, but the acting was definitely off because I really didn't believe anything that anybody was saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the original movie, they would be talking some really weird shit. And and you could tell by their faces how you're supposed to feel about these things. Yeah. You know, how are you supposed to feel about a maypole dance? Well, Look look at their faces. They're cool with it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This didn't have this. Yeah. This anyway. had an implied threat over yeah. his head from the beginning. Yeah. They tried their best to accommodate Edward Woodward because they needed him. Yeah. That's all I've got for this week. This movie was shit, but I don't know. It it was a bit of fun shit. It was more boring than I thought it would be. But out of all the movies we have so far done this summer, this is the only one that I might want to see again. Yes. Bunny helped me realize that. And also, my family has to go to some 4th of July party. If if I had to. Yeah, if we had to. We had to, yeah. Next week, we're doing Spice World, the Spice Girls movie. Oh man! Hey, do you want to watch I... the Star Wars movie with me next week? You can, sure. you can, you can help us talk about the film. Sure. Okay. I have actually heard good things about this. And scary spice. They're all spice girls. Scary spice, sporty spice, posh spice, baby spice, and ginger spice. I I have heard that this movie gets a bad rep. I've so seen I'm kind of hopeful on this one, huh? I've seen it before, and it's really fucking horrible, but in, like, a quaint way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different type of horrible. But we'll see. I, I, I'm just saying I'm going into this one positive. Yeah. But that's that's next week. Now that I'm looking back at this week, uh, Melania Trump, Stephen King... The Fifth Dimension, Nicolas Cage and the Bees, Elmer McCarty! Oh my god. I gotta say, I think this has been a pretty good episode of the podcast. This has been a damn good episode with a damn good shaft topping. Right, that was an amazing chef. Whip chef. I, I, I agree 100% wholeheartedly. I occur, I concur with your assessment, good sir. Me too. And also, in, and also how I know of this podcast because I've been sitting in the living room listening while playing on the Twitch. <laughs> McCurdy was amazing. Yeah. Yes, he was. I yes, but I concur with your assessment, good sir. So until next week, I am Bunny Williams. 
And I am Reverend Steve, and on behalf of Natasha and Maxwell and Bella and everybody else, I would like to say thanks for listening, and we will see you next week, you godless heathens. And you do swaffles and poopy tuts. Yes. And you, and you rotting corpses. Nice. Way to tie it all together, Maxwell. Do 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 skitty papa do out cut and print and put it cut and print.